0: Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. We've created a community of spiritual women who know that you can still enjoy the finer things while you're on your soul's journey to live your dharma and your most chakra-aligned life. Let's dive into this episode. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. Today, we are talking about energy activation for abundance with Jocelyn Kelly-Reed. She is an intuitive business and abundance coach and a feminine energy healer. You guys are gonna love her. She... Just has such high vibes and she's super real. We're talking about what is psychic addiction and how to learn through unhealthy relationships. We also kind of touch on our Chiron and how we learn from those shadows. We're talking about healing trauma to uncover your purpose, the importance of activation after clearing, which is something that So many of us forget, and we're also going to be talking about quantum healing and how to trust it. And I love this episode and just the vibe of it, because I think we tend to make things harder than they need to be. Um, and if you love this episode, we are actually going to be dropping a bonus episode this week on quantum healing. It will be a solo episode. It'll be called quantum healing and manifestation made easy. Um, I've just been feeling called to do a solo episode for you guys. And then we're also going to be announcing a very special flash sale. Someone randomly was like, well, your goddess magnetism course ever go on sale. And I was like, why not? Sure. Let's do it. And then I was like, why not also put chakra girl business school on sale? So we'll be announcing that soon. So keep your eyes peeled, but we're going to be talking about that as well. In the solo episode dropping this week, we're going to be talking about accessing your quantum self, shifting your relationship with your shadow self, creating energetic momentum for quantum manifestation, accessing the potency in your chakras to manifest your purpose, abundance, and freedom, and getting your heart into coherence. To get all the guidance and answers. So lots of goodies coming to you guys this week. And I mean, did you also know that you can get a free seven day trial of the rituals by chakra girl app? We actually have a ritual on there. Called I'm a Wealthy Fucking Woman, and it is like an EFT tapping. Everyone loves it. It's a fan fave. I'm getting so many DMs and comments about it, <laughs> but there's so many rituals on there. So if you go to shockergirlco.com, you can get a free seven day trial and do everything from time traveling to chakra activations to kundalini mantras, challenges, quantum leaping, all the things. So go to shockergirlco.com. All right, babes, let's dive into this episode. You're gonna love it. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio, where we are helping the world become more consciously awakened and quantumly connected, one activated chakra at a time. We have a very fun money-focused episode. Today, we are chatting with Jocelyn Kelly-Reed. She is an intuitive business and abundance coach and a feminine energy healer. She helps spiritual women to truly understand what it means to collapse timelines so that they can receive their ultimate manifestations and money goals with ease the quantum way, our favorite way. Chakra girls love that money. We love that quantum vibes. So welcome to the show, Jocelyn.
1: Thank you, Amber Lee. I'm so, I loved that intro. We love that money. We love the quantum <laughs> vibes. I'm so here for that. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. You,
0: I mean, you speak our language. We're here for it. Yum. Yeah. Okay. What is your sun, moon, and rising?
1: I'm an Aries sun, Sagittarius moon, and Scorpio rising. Okay. I'm a Sag moon too. You are. I love yeah. it. I feel like Anytime there's any connection between women, there's something in the top three that goes exactly. (laughs) I so feel that. And that, because
0: we're both like very fiery. Yeah. But then you've got that Scorpio in there. I don't have, I know girl,
1: watch out.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm an Aquarius son. So I always say like, Oh, I can't with a Scorpio because they're unpredictable emotion wise. Oh really? I find that that's a little unpredictable, but I know, but I actually like literally two of my very best friends are Scorpios, but I'm just like, cause I'm an Aquarius like emotions are like scary to me. I'd rather
1: not, I'd rather not right. with emotions. <laughs> Unless you're like, it's you're, You just having feelings is like, that feels unpredictable. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Okay. What's I your design? I am a three, five generator. Oh my God. Me too. <laughs> of course. Okay. Of course. <laughs> okay. What is a daily ritual that you almost never skip? Oh my gosh. Well, it doesn't sound like a ritual, but I have a puppy. Her name's Brooklyn and honestly it feels like a ritual. So she needs a lot of exercise, honestly, like three hours a day and my walks with her really no. feel like a ritual. And I just love that. Like what's good for her is good for me. And I just spend so much time outside because of her. And it's like, I know it sounds small, but it's like changed my life. I love
0: no, it. No, I like, it's part of my ritual too. And it's like, you're seeing the world
1: through their eyes. Yeah. And just like, instead of, cause before I had a dog the way I would start my day, you know, of course we all try to work out in the morning and like do the things, whatever. Now I'll do that. Like when I get back, on the days I'm working out, but I love that. I just get out of bed and go outside because like, I need to for her, but it's so much better for me than anything else I would do inside. And with all my fiery energy, I'm not some, I can't like get up and meditate. I have all this. It's, it's like, I'm not a morning person, but my energy body does better if I get energy out. Yes. hundred percent. You gotta, gotta shake it off, you know? And just like, I feel like
0: when you move, it's like creating new energy in your body. 100% okay so I want to know about your spiritual awakening and how that led into you making all of these quantum manifestation vibes your
1: life's work so my awakening itself was definitely a dark night of the soul it happened during my Saturn return as these things tend to go I had just ditched my life in San Francisco I had one of those moments in life. Like I had been there. I grew up in the Bay Area. And after I went to school, I went to school in Philly. And then I went back to the Bay Area and I was there for seven years. And at that time I was doing the things, the the textbook things that you do, right? Like I worked in finance. I had a boyfriend. I was like responsible. I mean I was partying and like <laughs> you know what I mean. I was yeah. definitely a a wild child, but on paper, right? I was like doing the things. And then literally as I approached 29 I'm 39 now. So this was a while ago. I just, it it was like, things just started to, I started to see my life in a different way, but at that time I wasn't spiritual. So I didn't really have the understanding, but all of a sudden I didn't want any of it. Like I didn't want the boyfriend. I didn't want the job. I didn't want to live in San Francisco. And I just wanted to like leave my whole life and move to Los Angeles, which I did. And that, turned into, I thought it was going to be like, Oh, easy breezy sunshine living in LA. Nope. Most intense dark night of the soul ever. I didn't even know what trauma was anything like that before this, I was truly like, just not of the world that I am now. And I had met a guy before I moved there. I didn't move for him. I was already like moving there when I met him and he lived in LA and he was like friends with my friend's little sister's boyfriend and we started dating, and it is probably the most like karmic connection that I've, and I don't mean that like in a positive way, I mean that like deep, deep lessons learned that I've probably ever had. And he, it was like very on and off. And for some reason, because I hadn't done this before, I literally became like addicted to him. Mm -hmm. And we would, this went on for like five years is on and off and round and round. But honestly, he, you know, my Chiron is on my Venus. So I was always going to learn the greatest lessons through love and money, which is exactly what my path has been. And he just like ignited something in me and I became addicted to him almost the way that like other people become addicted to substances. I developed a psychic addiction over it because I was always wanting to know what was going on with him. I also remember I had left my steady career and had no idea what to do with my life. I like burned through my money. I acquired nearly six figures in tax debt, even though I had worked in finance by taking out all my money that had been invested and not putting up enough aside for taxes while also not having the income that I used to have to take care of it. Mm -hmm. I literally started hearing auditory voices. I was having premonition dreams about him and what he was going to do even because every periods we wouldn't talk for like eight months you know what I mean Mm. and then like him going getting a relationship him breaking up him coming back like I even dreamt up through him being engaged to the woman that he's with now which is literally 10 years later before like years before they got engaged
0: okay can I just want to pause you there because I am I feel like I know people who like have this and like what does is it like that this is a twin flame or is it that this there's some kind of like karmic reason for
1: this addiction or is it just an addiction? I mean, I haven't done it with anyone else. So I think this was, I mean, like a normal, you know, growing up woman growing up who hasn't fully claimed herself worth, you know, how we get like two wrapped up around yeah. people, but I have nothing like this happen before or after ever. Where again. you're like
0: having dreams of the person and like predicting their entire life. Like uh, that's, it's like there's the got to be something.
1: Yeah. Not, I've had other premonition dreams, but it'll be like single moments in time or they'll just like pop into my dreams. This was like I was watching his romantic life unfold. Yeah. That's wild. Like years before it would happen.
0: Well, and I feel like there's that's got to be some kind of like soul family, like twin flame,
1: something going on there. I don't know. I, I, think I feel so. like, I mean, I also think he was like kind of scared of me the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs> it was like, a, and he was a Gemini. So, you know, I was probably a little, a little incensed. Oh my gosh. So funny. I think he's with an Aquarius now. It's like a better fit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh Um, But I think it was like the connection was a lot for him too. I could just tell by like the conversations having things that happen and like things that like he couldn't explain himself, you know? And it was like, why do we keep coming back together and like not sticking at all? But it's like, why are we doing this for so long? And it was both of our trauma, but I do think that there was a deep karmic thing happening because I've the the level of of vision I had into like what was going on in his romantic life, which obviously like impacted mine because I was so looped into him was like nothing I've ever had before. But it was also coming with so many other things I was having, like, I was seeing spirits. I was hearing voices, like actual auditory voices. I was hearing things that were really far away that I knew were too far away to hear. And the way my gift works now isn't like that. You know, I was having dreams of just all white light. Like I was having a full-blown awakening. Mm. And, but I was scared because I wasn't, you know, of this current age where we're like, you know, people are looking for it. I wasn't looking for it. It just hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah. And so I- I feel like he was sent because I, if I had not had that rock bottom in my life, I mean, and during this time, I also had like level 10 anxiety. I was so codependent. Like I financially destroyed myself. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I didn't realize like how much of my sense of security had just been wrapped up in the way that I was living previously because I never was trying to prove anything to anyone before I was just doing what I was naturally led to do. So I never felt like I was living someone else's life. I literally was still doing what I wanted to do then the way that I do want to do do what I want to do now. But for some reason, like when I hit 29, it was like, boom, Jocelyn, you are going on a completely different trajectory than what you ever even imagined for yourself. And. Be- and like, I was basically, I mean, my, I was in total flight or flight. I mean, I, when I say I was addicted, I was like fully addicted. And then when you are, have that much psychic energy around you, meaning like you're talking to all these psychics and you're having a psychic awakening yourself. And I didn't really understand energy management and, you know, not to let everybody's energy. in. I was so susceptible because I would start meeting all these energy vampires. Like it was crazy. And like my psychic field was like fried, Mm-hmm. Which will should, leave you like I wanna, spinning I out
0: that quickly about how people who are like more open psychically are also more prone to attack. And it's almost like more people that it's like almost like the more light you hold, the more open you are to dark, which is so crazy.
1: Well, to me, it was more like more than light is naivete, you know. Yeah. Because I'm more awake and more healed and more ascended now, but like I'm just not available for any bullshit. (laughs) Like you know, before I was like so lost. Yeah, and you like now you know
0: the kind of like the universal law of consent, and that nothing come in unless you're allowing it. So, but yeah, I just find that. I don't know. I just find that so interesting.
1: Anyway, I, I, I was naive though. And I was yeah. certainly spiritually and energetically naive. And yeah. I was like at that time, I was so desperate. I was very easy to prey on. Yes. Totally.
0: So how did you like overcome this addiction and channel this work into something that would help the world?
1: So in a way it was great and it was by design. And I think that the universe sent him into my life because I feel that I, it had to come through a romantic relationship for me to pay attention the way that I was paying attention. Mm. Because if I had just been having dreams about my brother or something, I'd have been like, Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and because I'm going to learn lessons through love or was always destined to, I'm just not surprised that it came through love, Mm. but I ultimately, you know, I refound myself career-wise, like the long story short, and I was working in the interior design world, but I still was not well and there was finally a point where he was just like out of my like he had started dating the woman that he's with now. I mean, he's still doing weird stuff. Like he was at his best friend's wedding, contacted me while he was dating her. You know what I mean stuff like that, but that like put the the I was able to like draw the line in the sand because I for whatever reason, I just finally figured out once I had that dream and I saw the rings on their fingers, I was like, oh, he's going to stay with her. And that was enough for me to like, stop, you know? Yeah. And finally trust what I'd been seeing all along. And even though I didn't like it at all, but I wasn't healed, but it was like enough to stop. And, but what did happen is that I wound up having serious fibroids. I had like 37 fibroids. I had to have surgery. I could not work. I was literally bleeding for months because I had a period that like just never ended and they're trying to get me to stop bleeding so I could have surgery. And I was basically on my back on the sofa for months and I'm someone who would always been healthy. I'd literally never had a single health issue in my life. I've been like, you know, you got the cold, you got a flu, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, okay. And obviously I'd been ignoring all these signs and my periods being super heavy. Like I was just letting myself, I was so disconnected because I was so out of my body because my anxiety was so crazy. And my trauma was just really at the surface and not getting dealt with because I didn't even know what to do. Mm -hmm. And I was just trying to like put on a happy face to go to work and like so stressed out internally, you know, Mm -hmm. and also hiding it from the world which makes it even worse and so then though when I couldn't work and I was in that state I was like okay having my health on the line woke me up and I remember looking up the spiritual reason for fibroids and that's when I found Louise Hay okay and I feel like she's a gateway for a lot of people she is she was my gateway drug (laughs) a healthier one than he was and I learned that the spiritual reason was romantic shame. And I was like, well, makes a whole lot of sense. Look how I've been living my life. And then even after him, even though nothing like that intense happened again, I still would get in like these unhealthy dynamics. Right. Like I clearly had did not realize because it's interesting because I was in a healthy relationship before him. It wasn't like I had all these boyfriends who treated me horribly. I mean, I had some crazy like high school, college Relationships, but like my last long term boyfriend before him treated me extremely well. So it's very interesting this all happened. But anyway, Yeah, he wasn't like a oh they all act like that, you know. Yeah. And so I was like that makes sense for how I've been living. And I just got really into her work and just I realized basically what she helped me realize is that I was creating my life and I was in the driver's seat of my life. Yeah. And that was something that I really had not considered. I was just praying. I didn't know what to do. I really felt so lost. It felt so dark and I felt so embarrassed. I was like, what am I going to say? I have a psychic addiction. Who the fuck's ever heard of that? (laughs) I actually have never heard of that, to be honest. Well, once I started looking into it, I'd heard of it. And then me sharing it with people, I've heard it from other people too. But it's a lot less common than a drug addiction or alcohol addiction. Yeah. Yeah. But it kind of affects you the same way. So, I, uh, yeah, but it, so it created a lot of shame, you know, because I was like, what am I supposed to say? Right. And I wasn't addicted to drugs or alcohol, you know? So right. anyway, now I don't care. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> over but, it. <laughs> but like it really, there. like the fact that I could talk about it with ease on a podcast and literally not care. I mean, that would have, I would have rather died years ago. Like that yeah. would have brought up so much anxiety in my body. It's interesting how much we grow. So anyway, that started the journey. And then I decided to move to New York and I just really learned a lot more about trauma and manifestation. And I really had that feeling like I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I did get a job in New York before I started my business. But I, I remember telling myself, this is the last job. Like, this is it. Because I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And then I just started getting much more. I got a lot deeper into manifestation. And I manifested this because uh, I'd always worked in like, I'd had like 15 years of sales and marketing experience before this business. And I was hired by this firm to do like a consulting, like a day of consulting with them. They were like opening up some offshoot of their company where I had a lot of expertise, whatever. And I remember- getting paid like my New York rent for half a day of work. And I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> like this gets to be this easy, cool. but I wanted to work with people. And I was just like, and I just got more fire in my belly, you know? And I remember I read my, it was kind of a little before I started my business. I was at my brother's wedding and I was reading this book. What is her name? Elaine Walter is that how you pronounce her name? I don't know. know Her book is called. Oh, I can't remember the name of her book. I'll think about it. But anyway, bottom line is her book really impacted me and it was just her story. And she was basically the first black editor. I I can't remember her position. This was wild. I don't remember. She was an editor of teen Vogue, but she really made a big name for herself, like in the fashion space. And this was like very unheard of for a black woman. And she's done like very very well since then and just reading about her even though i want to do nothing like what she does but i, I remember you
0: welter off
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah oh oh what's oh. the book called is it is it grit no
1: no no that's yeah, a different one by know. a different vogue person or i mean it's a very good book i read it in like a few days yeah and it was teen she was editor-in-chief of teen vogue okay at least i have that part right <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, i gotta find the book i'm gonna find it okay okay vogue book <laughs> um
0: okay more than enough thank you yeah space
1: for who you are no matter what they say so that book really changed me and i remember i closed the book and i had tears in my eyes and i was like i'm never playing small again mm. like if she can do this i don't want to do what she does But if she can go through all these obstacles and create this amount of success at the age that she did, I was like, I can do it too.
0: And I feel like that's like the most important thing. Like someone showing you that it's possible and that's, you know, with manifestation, the first step is consciousness and like creating it in your consciousness and having that kind of concrete fact in front of you that it's possible is so helpful. And that's why like in the coaching world, I always say like, the whole like, I make X amount of dollars in X amount of time. Like it's equal parts cringy and necessary because it's like, if no one ever said that, I wouldn't have ever hired a coach. I would have never had a seven figure business because I wouldn't have known that that was possible. So there's something to be said about like, just sharing your, sharing your story, like the dark sides of it. So that people are like, okay, I've been through shit too. And so has she, but then also sharing your wins because like people need to know what's possible.
1: I totally agree. And for me, I'm like, yeah, I talk about money all the time, but I it's literally in my human design chart. I'm literally here to teach women about money and magic and magnetism. It's like in my blood. And I created so much financial destruction, had such an intense financial past that like the fact that I'm here now after everything that I destroyed is honestly kind of unbelievable. And I'm like, and deserves to be taught to the world. Yes.
0: So I want to know, like, uh, so you're kind of like stripping away this trauma, doing the healing. At what point were you like, okay, I can start teaching people this.
1: Um. So I, so after that job, oh, I don't remember where my turning point, I, it had been percolating. It had been percolating for a long time. And I just decided, I was like, you know, and I had taken the step. I'm like, I'm going to start talking about manifestation on social media. Like, it's interesting, these things that like people have to hire a business coach to learn to where the coaches, you know, and people are early, like, well, you need to like talk about this on social media. Like step yeah. one, yeah, <laughs> like the most <laughs> the most basic step. I was already doing that, but it was scary because I was still in my full-time jobs and I knew they were like, you know, I had friends there and they were like watching my account, but I still just started talking about things. And then- I was actually on Lacey, you know, Lacey Phillips, her show expanded. So I had actually been interviewed on her show before I had a business, just literally about my story and manifestation and all of that. And like, I manifested that because I'd really wanted to be on the show, but I had no reason for wanting to be on the show. And I'm like, oh, the universe probably just put it on my heart, you know, because if you ask me why, like, I don't know, I just wanted to talk about it. And it's funny because it was my first big expression of like vulnerability and sharing my story so openly and to so many people. Now I can do it very comfortably, but I had like a vulnerability hangover afterwards. Yeah, I totally hear you on that. And especially because I didn't have any middle steps. It was like, I'd never been on a show. And that was the first show that I was on.
0: That that in (laughs) itself is like a very wild manifestation. And like, so you didn't even have a business at that point. So what was your-
1: So then after the show came out, I had so many women reaching out to me, just thanking me for my story and for the vulnerability and for everything that I shared. And I was like, huh, okay. well, if people are this impacted by my story and it was just a podcast episode, well, then I just want to help people. So I literally just started and I was like, I originally helped women with manifestation And then, of course, I got like a business coach very quickly. And, you know, I knew knew to get help. And then I realized that I was making money really fast. And all of a sudden, when my accounts had always been in the negative and all this drama, I was like, oh, my God, money's starting to build. This is crazy. And then a lot of the women that I was attracting were wanting to start businesses, even though I wasn't saying like, oh, I'm a business coach at that time. We were just doing more like manifestation and kind of like rising in our power and claiming what we want was more the angle at that time. But then they were like wanting to start businesses and I was building mine. So I was like, cool. So I was helping them and, you know, walk alongside me doing what I was doing. And I just realized that I had a gift for money that was beyond normal and completely contradictory to the drama i had created in the past because I was doing, I did well so fast, you know, Mm -hmm. it almost didn't make any sense. And then I started paying it and I just started channeling. I had all these downloads around money and how many works and how many moves. And it's just crazy because it was like that part of me was obviously so asleep before. And it was like a, a switch just flipped. And I was like, it's probably because I stepped into my purpose. And there were the universe yeah. like, thank God, finally. <laughs>
0: I know. And I feel like even I always say that it's like if you actually, if you have like a desire to teach about something and you're like, well, I don't know that much about it, the second you start teaching, it's just going to fucking come out of your mouth. Like it it's literally, like, just literally learn. Like I've had clients before too, and they're just like, But like, how do I cleanse my client's energy? I'm like, oh, you know how, just like do it. Like it's easy, you already know how to do it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, we're born with this. I call us all modern day medicine women. People are like, they would sometimes ask me like, who did you learn about money from? What books did you, I was like, I've never read a book about money in my life. Like it comes, it just comes to you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, You have to be in motion. That's the thing. It's like, most people sit there and wait for the perfect idea to come before they start. But it's like the perfect idea and all of the
1: knowledge comes in when you're in that momentum and moving forward. You 110,000% have to be in motion. Yeah, And I was always good at staying in motion, which is also why my gifts and my business and how I can help other people just continue to expand and the downloads would just come and they would come and they would come and they would come and they would come. And would come. it was crazy. So
0: let's talk about like tangible tips for manifestation. So you were kind of like in this dark space and very quickly, you were able to like, turn that around. Like what were the actual like mindset shifts or rituals or, um, practices that you are doing to
1: turn on that manifestation power at that time or now? Cause obviously I'm very different now. Being okay. Like let's, in the talk, beginning.
0: let's talk- At that time. So if someone that's listening is like in that dark space, like what are those first few things? And then we can kind of fast forward and like what are the hot new tips?
1: Well, some of it is like the obvious that people I feel like sometimes skip, which is like you need to take action, you need to do something. (laughs) I know, (laughs) know? I know, I know.
0: And I I say there's like this misconception in the spiritual world about I'm in my feminine. Being in your feminine does not sitting mean sitting on your fucking ass waiting for things to happen.
1: As though you're a feminine, is like a damsel in distress who's like laid out on the fainting sofa. Exactly. Exactly. Like, is that really who you want her to be? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, yeah. So I take action, and it's not about working, it's not about burning ourselves out. It's about the potency, right? It's about moving in alignment you being in touch with your feminine. And I teach about feminine energy. Like I get it. And I just am laughing at what you say because I feel like, It's like all the marketing of everyone dancing around with crystal wands and like naked has left everybody believing that that's how you manifest your dream life. And that's it, you know? And I'm like, this is the biggest joke of all time. It's like show her her at her computer. Like show show her. Literally. I'm like, that's what she's doing right now for this Instagram story. If the woman knows how to make money, I guarantee you, she knows how to run a business and her healthy masculine is extremely turned on as well. Exactly. She's just a good marketer. There you go. (laughs)
0: yeah <laughs> you know? exactly so
1: step one take action and, and then it's a line's action don't run around and like just do everything it's not about having being like a chicken with your head cut off it's about being turned on to your intuition so that you were led to the right place right so that is calling on your feminine energy and then you call on your own divine masculine to actually do the thing right and it's yeah. like this is people just, I don't understand. Like, I just feel like I come across so many people who aren't doing anything or they think they're doing something, but it like, doesn't make any sense. I'm like, we (laughs) like, why are you doing that? So we need to take smart aligned actions are important. And then also I was always so willing to be a beginner and to be like, I don't know what I don't know. Like a lot of people get very triggered. For example, Like in business coach, like they're scared to get help because they're like embarrassed to not know things or it makes them feel like they're doing something wrong. I'm like, we got to clean up that trauma because I don't know, doesn't matter how much money you make, the most successful people, you know, and I've, you know, built a seven over a seven figure business, all the things I did it very quickly. And my experience, with the most successful people that I know is everybody is willing to be a beginner at all times. And we don't take not knowing something personally.
0: Totally. Like if there's someone that knows more than me, I'm like, I want to welch your information off of you. I'm not like trying to pretend that I'm like, you know, that I don't need it. Like if I'm feeling bad about yourself for not knowing, I'm like, no, I'm like excited to learn from people.
1: Me too. But I've seen it before and I'm like, okay, well, this is why your income's capped because you have what you don't know, like really wrapped up with your emotions. I do not play that game. I'm like, oh, you know, something I don't know. Okay, cool. Here's my money. Teach me. Let's go. Exactly. Exactly. Um, And then I also feel like, I mean, It's like, well, you know how manifestation is. I mean, it's a very multidimensional experience, you know, it's not just like a one, two, three, but like, I also feel like it's really important to, I think that the, the conception around healing can be a little surface level, but when I see people move really far, really fast, such as I did, there's been deep healing, like not only from this lifetime, but also past lifetimes and in terms of our generational trauma as well. And it doesn't mean that it needs to take 10,000 years, but like, I just feel like when a woman's witch is turned on, she's really creating some crazy shit that everyone else is like, wait, what, how is she doing it? And I've just seen this, not just in myself, but in other clients. I know we talked about Elise as a perfect example. Like over and over and over and over and over. And I'm like, when you get that, that piece has got to happen. It's not just about sitting around in therapy, but it's like, you actually trust like the quantum healing space where you're like, what is this, right? These aren't things you can go to school for. It's literally like women, like myself, like Elise, who's been on your show, et cetera, where, and Elise was seen in front of <laughs> yeah. me. talking about. <laughs> Where it just channels through, it's just a gift, you know. And it, but you have to trust that. And so p- many people like only believe in science, only believe in certifications, only believe this and oh, the other. Oh, oh, I love that you said certifications. I can't with a certification. I have no certifications, no, and I make a hundred thousand dollars a month. And like-
0: when I see <laughs> someone like offering a certification, I'm like, okay. So you're going to give them a piece of paper at the end that means shit. And you're going to teach them theory. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Try school of life. Try destroying yourself and coming back. I I always say the only certification I have is the school of hard knocks. (laughs)
1: Literally. I mean, and that's the truth. And like, yes, of course I have corporate experience and I am strong at business, but that was me living my life. And then also channeled wisdom.
0: Well, so let's talk about quantum healing for a second because I feel like I just want people to understand what quantum healing is and that they could literally decide to do it right now. Could you like walk someone through, like if they decided to do a quantum healing on themselves, what would they do right now?
1: So to me, all it means is like, the word quantum to me just means speed. It's happening fast, right? It doesn't mean that you have to go through 20 years of therapy, right? Exactly. It just means that like it's just where the planet is and what's the ascension that we're all undergoing. The planet and each of us individually times moving faster than it ever has before. The earth was literally spinning faster than it ever has before. Sometime in 2020, I think it happened again this year. Like the earth the planet is just meant to grow right now and with that speed comes speed everywhere. And so, I'm not surprised at all that all these women have hit the planet at the same time who have these gifts to help other people learn how to work in the quantum field and work with for healing, for growth, for money, for business, everywhere, and to understand how to bridge 5D and 3D energy. It's not a big shocker. We're all here at the same time. There was not so many of us 10 years ago. It wasn't really a thing. No. Like, this is by design.
0: Yeah. We like all learned it at the same time and like a different path and it all just like came through.
1: And if you even look at the manifestation teachers from like five years ago or seven years ago, or more the women like Gabby Bernstein, etc., they were all very, um, or even like the money coaches from that period, it's all very like the introduction to the world. Yeah. Because that's what the world was ready for. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, our era came along and it's, it's just like a complete, you know, it's a different, I'm not trying to put one above the other. I'm just saying like, you see how this world, this space is, has moved, evolved. Yeah. And I think it's really cool to watch and you have to pay attention to that. So of course not, it's not just like, Oh, manifestations evolved. Healing has evolved too. You know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I don't actually do quantum healings on myself. Like I lead them and then I have other people that I work with but it's really just using energy to move energy. You yeah. Know?
0: Like there's so many different ways to do it. And I almost feel like everyone that's listening, it's like, I almost just want you to like, if you feel like trying this to like, just sit in silence and visualize that your consciousness is in like a higher dimension, like up in your highest chakra, like 13th dimension and Visualizing yourself healed, visualizing your highest self, like pulling out any like trauma from your body, pulling out any tension from your body, any imprints, any entities, and just deciding that you're cleared. And sometimes it's that freaking easy.
1: Yeah. And there's different layers and sometimes we're triggered and we need to process and we need support, you know, totally. It's not necessarily always going to like happen
0: right away. And obviously having support is great and having someone do it for you because just because you've removed the energetic side of it, you still have to make sure that you're reprogramming the mental side of it, the emotional side of it, the physical side of it. But I just, I'm with you. It's, I just want like, I just want everyone to know that they have the ability to do that. And like, obviously, like you just don't need a piece of paper to tell you that you can do that.
1: Oh my gosh. No. Are you, there are none. There There are. You won't find one. And if you find one, run in the other direction. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, you can't teach them. You can help someone awaken their natural gift through their healing, though they awaken, you know? Yeah. I mean, this is, I mean, obviously people have different belief systems around this, but it's working in my world and I would never, I have no desire to pay money to be like certified. And I don't know, It just makes no sense to me. So I fully agree, but I do, but what I love about what you shared in that exercise, because basically what I feel like happens when you're in a channeled session, healing session like this, it's almost like you it's like your energy body, your soul, the feeling I have when I'm inside of it, it's almost like a piece of me is being lifted out of my physical body. There's like psychic surgery done on me, a relief, yes. and then it like drops back in and I exactly. feel like a big energy rush. Exactly. And it's like
0: new light codes and new frequencies from the quantum realm because you allowed your consciousness to go up there and removed yourself from who you are, what you are, where you are, and allowed those upgrades to take place because your ego wasn't getting in the way. And then that
1: upgrade was allowed to come back into your body. And the other thing that I love that I've seen with pretty much all quantum healers in my world, you know, in the women who gas sex are in my containers when I have them, etc., is it's not just the healing. It's not just the clearing out. It's the activation. I think this is what's missing for so many people inside their healing journey. Is they're like digging and digging and digging and life's not changing and life's not changing and life's not changing. And it's like, well, we have to remember if everything's energy, then everything has a frequency. Everything has a frequency. Mm-hmm. So you can, you can clear, 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 clear. But if you are activated with any frequency that's in alignment with what you desire, you're still not really a match for it. You're just kind of like floating around in the void. Exactly.
0: Okay, so let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life, that you're super intentional, and that means you would love my jewelry brand Prism and know... And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code Chakra Girl at checkout. And that's like, same with like, it's like the same concept of if you're going to sage, you need to Palo Santo after.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. maybe if people aren't that sensitive, I as sensitive, it sounds like you are and I am. If I just sage a space, I feel drained after. Um, that.
0: And I will have like the creepiest visitors and like, I'm yeah. like,
1: fuck. <laughs> it's like you're stirring up the shit. <laughs> I don't even use sage anymore. It is like too yeah. much for my energy body. It's something yeah. dark happens. Yeah, like I'm a good like once uh, like when I
0: really feel like I need it. Like if I go on a vacation or something, I get home and I feel like I've just been around people for so long. I'll sage, but then I'll like Palo Santo the shit out of my space. I'll like use essential oil Oils and I'll make sure that I'm like activating everything on top.
1: Yeah. So I'm totally with you that I love that you brought that up because I was always like, why do I feel awful after I do this? It's like yeah. everything got drained out of me and nothing nourishing was put back in.
0: Well, and to your point with like the trauma healing, it's like, if we're constantly focusing on the shit, it's like, yeah, you need to face it. You need to release it. You need to work on it. But if that's all you're focusing on and you're not focusing on what you're replacing that energetic capacity with, then you've lost the plot. <laughs> and like, Like it's, you're not going to get to that next level
1: of ascension.
0: I completely
1: agree. Mm -hmm. And so that to me is a difference in the quantum healing space versus, you know, traditional healing methods. And obviously they can complement each other, but if you want to move fast, this is a space we want to be diving into. And the other thing that I love about the quantum healing world. And, you know, it's just so funny to me too, because I just started using that phrasing. Like I hadn't even heard it anywhere. And then I started hearing it all these other places. And I'm like, this just goes to show like we were literally all dropped in from the same, like, (laughs) Oh girl, like I I know I'm like,
0: everything that I've learned just comes to me. And then I'm like, why is everyone else saying these, like, exactly saying, like even the activations, like I've been talking about chakra activations and like, that's been like a specific ritual that I do after a clearing and like, I, I know it's
1: just like, oh, and people, like here, I'm like, oh, other people use this language? Like, <laughs> exactly, but I never heard you say it either. Do you exactly. know what I mean? No, exactly, exactly. I think we were all just like dropped down here on purpose exactly. at yeah. this time with these very similar codes to transmit. Yeah, 100%. Because otherwise, it-, it just doesn't make any sense. Why are we all, you know, it's know wild. I know it's so wild. And there's like, it, and it's like, not even
0: like a trend. You know what I mean? Like, it's no. not, I can't even equate it to that because it's stuff that I never, even stuff that I never say, never
1: talk about. And then I'm like, Oh, this is a thing. But I agree with you. I was about to say, and it's not trendy either because even in the spiritual community, it's still not trendy. No. But it's like, I will meet women who say what I'm saying, but exactly. it's like, I can think of like seven. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. I probably can think of like seven people that are talking about this, but I'm sure there's more. But they're maybe not talking about it yet,
1: or just not or we it. haven't met yet. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They'll be on. They'll eventually be on my podcast. <laughs> um, but it's a thing. And then the other reason why I call it quantum is because. You don't have to figure out where every piece of trauma came from, whether it was your family, whether it was society, whether it was your lineage, whether it was a past life, they're all playing in. We know this, but the beautiful thing about quantum healing is that it's like, whatever is ready to come up just comes up right now. And there's, doesn't have to be so much long drawn out re-traumatizing yeah. You needing to feel like if you don't know what X, Y, and Z you to in your lineage, yeah. you can't heal because nobody really knows everything. You know, it's just I so have, much. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I have never been called to do ancestral healing. Like pretty much never. It's just never been something I felt I've needed to do. But some people, I'm not saying it's not meant to happen,
1: but I just feel like, if it's meant for you, you'll know. And I was like, like, it was big and my and my yeah. Because- I grew up well off and I still destroyed myself. That didn't come from my family.
0: Yeah. And I think that some people- I mean, my
1: immediate family. Totally.
0: And then to some people's point, or sorry, to your point, it's like some people really need to work on that. But it's like also, and is this kind of what you're saying? that It's like you don't need to know every single detail of it.
1: Yeah. And also you don't even need to go in being like, I do see it play out for people a lot and they don't realize it's playing out. Right. But still, even if you knew nothing, I've had clients who had to separate from their families. They were adopted. Like people don't know things, but a lot of times, and you're very psychic. I don't know if you've experienced anything like this, but I've noticed like when I take, we do this in one of my masterminds, Stone, Magic and Money, but where we go in and we do like, I kind of let it be a healing where it's like you get what you need. So for some people past life, things come up for in this particular journey, we do some people, it's like something from this lifetime. Some people, you know, it's a lineage thing. Everybody's kind of has different things going yes. on at different times. So I don't like to like push anyone down any one track. Yeah. But what I find out is like, even when we don't know, they'll have some memory vision, something where it's like, oh my God, I saw this happen. Right. Totally. And And it can be from like a totally Mm -hmm. other dimension
0: too. (laughs) like Literally our human human brains may like, may not even be able to
1: understand where it came from. Totally. And then, but it's like, once you get taken into that portal and it's there and you heal it in that space, you don't need to understand the 5,000 million different connections between all these 600,000 life events. Exactly. That's what I love about it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love it all. Um, But I'd love to know like the way you describe quantum leaping. Because I feel like so many people talk about it in a different way. And I
1: would just love to hear your insight and
0: perspective on it.
1: I let it be very simple. I let it just be what you thought would take you five years, takes you three months. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like what you thought would take you two years, takes you two weeks. And yeah you know, even my money journey from six figures in debt to the first six figure month in two years, that's a quantum leap, you know, yeah. like a lot of things. And, and it's just rather than following a linear path, it's almost like you quote unquote, skip steps. I don't want to make it sound like that. Cause obviously we're not spiritually bypassing. We're not, you know what I mean? I don't mean it yeah. in that kind of way, but I mean, it's like, we've, we are not playing on linear timeline anymore. Totally. And then would you say kind of the secret sauce
0: to that quantum leap would be, you talked about A, like the healing, B, the reactivation, like what else would you equate to?
1: Being I able think to it depends on the context. I do think in business, there's a lot of like really finding the alignment with how you do business because- I will say, so there's those pieces, but then the way that I run my business and the way that it's evolved has seriously allowed it to grow. And there were pieces where I had to be like, oh, that's not an alignment for me. I'm not gonna grow my business that way. Like I had to learn so much to sort out what I did and didn't wanna do. And it wasn't tiring. I've had like phenomenal mentorship But I think things really like in the world of business, like really take off when you get a firm grip on like what the vibe is for you because all business strategies work. For example, you got to know yourself Mm -hmm. and you have to allow, I always say businesses are living, breathing entities. Like they're going to evolve over time You have to allow that evolution. So I will say that is the masculine side that's really supported everything else that I've done on a business front that's allowed me to leap so much. And then, wait, your question was like, what's the number one thing? Well, not even just the
0: number one thing, but like, what do you kind of like equate the quantum leaping to? Like we talked about clearing and activating and then- what?
1: Oh, I think it's like the potency of your actions and the clearing and activating aligns you with the new frequency. And then something that's coming through too that we talked about earlier was like, It's basically a normalization of what you want. Whenever what we want feels like a big deal, it's far away. Yeah. Yes.
0: Okay. I wanted to ask about this too, especially based on what we talked about earlier. I've been like deep diving the cardinal sins and how like anytime something gets in the way of manifestation or of like having life that we want or being in pure bliss, it really comes down to like the seven, like cardinal sins like greed gluttony like lust envy. oh the, really
1: yeah okay. and I've been
0: like I've been Wait, like what is this oh you've what never you heard of it Okay, so first off, there's like a really like creepy movie um that I was like obsessed with when I was a kid because I was like into really dark movies then. I'm I'm okay. a little too sensitive now, but there's this movie called Seven and Brad Pitt's in it. And it just it's about like the cardinal sins. I don't know. Like, oh, I don't think I saw it. I'm scared of scary things. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, but it's not like so the cardinal sins are not just from the movie, but the movie was where I learned about them. Um, And I completely forgot about them until recently. And then they've just like come up everywhere. It's like, all of a sudden I'm seeing them everywhere. And Mm. I'm like, I think I'm meant to talk about this. And the one that, okay. So there's two that were, that stood out for me a lot. And one of them was lust because A Like you talked about like your addiction to that guy, kind of that aligns. But I also feel like when we have those like lusty, desperate vibes towards a manifestation
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: that like actually like moves us away from it when we get into that desperation vibe.
1: Totally. It's like that panting energy. And like, exactly. whenever we feel like we're panting towards anything, we need to stop.
0: <laughs> exactly. 100%. And then the other one that was surprising to me what is pride. And like, have you ever. Oh, experienced-
1: doesn't that go with what I was saying? Like, when people aren't okay knowing what they don't know? Yes. 100%. Oh my God. That's totally a piece of it. And then also, like,
0: realizing that have you ever like seen that scale of emotions I don't know I don't like everyone's posing it like I remember just being so surprised that scale that pride was such a low vibrational energy because I was like oh I'm proud of myself like
1: that helps but it's not like that it's a different way
0: exactly but I've now just like reprogrammed myself rather than being like oh I'm proud of this being like I'm so grateful for this and then that Kind of like invites more of it in and like acknowledges mm-hmm. that you are a part of the quantum realm and that it came through because you, not because you are your ego and that you are this identity that you've created, but it's because you are of the quantum spirit
1: Oh, and, and wow. holding gratitude for Are that. you going to do some work around this? I love this.
0: Uh, maybe I'll do a solo episode on this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I just, but I just. I mean. I love it. Like you're, you're giving framework for like the things that I see in a way that I hadn't even thought about. Yeah.
0: And I just feel like any time we look at like, and then it works so much for business too. I actually did talk about this on like a little uh, presentation call I did yesterday as well. Yeah. Like looking at like sloth, we also talked about that's one of them is sloth. And like, so people that are sitting there doing nothing. And another one is gluttony where you're like overworking and not to am obsessed yourself, with this.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: So it's like these like, I feel like this language kind of just disappeared for a while and now I'm just like seeing it everywhere and I'm like, okay, there's really like, we need to be talking about this and like identifying because I feel like when we look at self-sabotages, we like blame ourselves and we blame our trauma and our patterns, but it's like, what if we could look at these as like literally the devil is putting this into you. (laughs) You have like a dark entity that is like doing this and you need to just like learn how to protect your energy from it. So anyways, I
1: I felt I needed to bring that up because we talked about, I feel like we talked about so many of them today. I'm so glad you did. I'm obsessed with this concept. And like, this is all true. These are the patterns that I see with people. And obviously some of the the patterns that I've transmuted with myself and know to be aware of where it's like, Ooh, that's a hard note. That's a hard note. You know,
0: yeah. it's like, you
1: have to learn how to see yourself I always talk about like you learn to see yourself from a bird's eye view and it's sort of like if you're on the ground you're like I want to go to Rome and the normal you know usually you would like knock around and go in 5,000 different directions take a million years to get to Rome it's like the the as you like you know move up in the video game of manifestation the vibe is to be able to it's almost like if you're in the airplane watching yourself and like directing we're like just go over here exactly
0: (laughs) and i actually had this wild like i was like microdosing mushrooms and had this it's microdosing you like literally feel nothing but you have like vivid dreams and i had literally had this dream of like these two guides that were like in a spaceship and they were showing me that life was like literally a game of like shoots and ladders or snakes and ladders and that it's like if you take this step, it's this ladder that's going to
1: get you here really fast. If you take this step, it's going to shoot you down here. <laughs> and it was like such a trip, but it's, it's very much like that. Like at the end of the day, it's all a game yeah. and manifestation is just learning it better at playing the video game. Exactly.
0: So, so like,
1: you- let it be fun and don't let's not bring so much drama and resistance and that like just messes up our own flow. Exactly. And like, We are
0: quantum beings. Like the manifestations just come through if we get out of our way and get into the vibration. Yum, yum. Yum, yum. Any (laughs) final words
1: on manifestation (laughs) you want to share with our ladies? Just go all the way in. Like, I feel like so much of what's landed me here today is just having this willingness of going in, go into the healing, go go invest in the places you want to invest, learn from the people you want to learn from, try new things, like get out of your routine. It's like, if you want more, like shake up your reality, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's not like you have to do that every five seconds, but a lot of people are living these very, it's like humdrum, same thing every day, not from a place of like, "Mm, this feels so nourishing and, you know, stable and yummy and present, like the morning routine, for example, but it's sort of just like asleep at the wheel. And I'm like, wake up. I know, you know. I know. We need to like switch shit up. Like, yeah, it up. maybe that's our Sagittarius
0: moon talking.
1: I know. I'm always like, go on a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> it up. You're bored. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So how can people work with you and where can people find you? So I have a podcast as well. It's called Queen for the Podcast. It's all money, feminine energy, quantum manifestation, business vibes. You can come to my website, jocelynkellyreid.com. And I'm active on Instagram as well, which is jocelyn.kelly.reid. And of course, feel free to hit my DMs anytime if you have any questions. I love to hear from everyone.
0: Amazing. Oh my gosh, this has been so lovely. And actually you have like a little freebie quantum manifestation masterclass or something
1: for it. Oh, I do. How I quantum leap to my first 50 K month. You can download that on my website. That's a good one too. Yeah. We're going to link you guys to that in the show notes as
0: well. And to all things, Jocelyn Kelly Reed because we love it. You guys, like I know you guys are sitting there being like, okay, we love her. Like, I know you guys are thinking that. So make sure you go check out all of her things. Um, and we're going to link you. So thank you guys so much for listening. Jocelyn, thank you so much for sharing your love, your heart, your quantum vibes. Like I could talk to you for hours. I'm like, Oh my God, we're already over time. Like, can we like do 10 more of these, but <laughs> we will one day. So thank
1: you. <laughs> there's your sad shoe. We're like, let's not commit to that right now. One day. <laughs> yeah. One day.
0: <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next week. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow along with us on Instagram at Shocker Girl Co. And if you loved this episode, please give us a five-star review
1: and write us a little comment. We'd love to hear from you.